ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, December 6th. We are here at the Union Pub and Grill on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swamp. You can be a part of the program by texting us this hour at 304-523-2275. Also, our phone line is open this hour at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Our phone line this hour brought to you by White Claw. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Of course, you can order that or more here. And on a Monday, you know what you can order? You can get $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. Of course, um, I've since I'm working on the air right now, I'm doing the uh, – it's a variation of the Southern Bell. It takes all the fun out of the Southern Bell except for the Red Bull and the Coke. I have a, I have a Coke because I'm on the air. We do not want to have me with a Southern Bell on the air. It's just – it's better that way. But, hey – we're here on a Monday. Glad to be back here at the Union Pub and Grill. It's sort of my fun part of the day to come just hang out here. And, of course, the proprietor, Herb Stanley's here. So if you haven't caught up with Herb in a while, now's the great time to get down here. Of course, there's Monday Night Football you can watch. Anytime you want to watch a game, really, you can come down to the Union Pub and Grill. All the TVs are here for you. And, of course, the best service you can get in the Tri-State here at the Union Pub and Grill. You know, really, all they tell me to do is say $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. Everything else is just me telling you how great it is down here. So you need to come down anytime you can to the Union Pub and Grill. We got a lot to get into today. Football, of course, uh, over the weekend, I was hoping that the Huntington Highlanders would bring home a state championship. That wasn't the case. Martinsburg got, uh, got a hold of them and just took advantage of them. Martinsburg won 62-21. I listened to almost every moment of that I could. And, you know, the only time I wasn't listening is when I wasn't near the radio. But I just want to say this. Martinsburg's a great team. Always has been, as long as I can remember, and it's been a while, but they have been a great program, and they do that to a lot of teams. It's not that Huntington High is just not that good. It's just Martinsburg, if you make a mistake, you get on the big stage, and Martinsburg's been there so much, they will take advantage of you. And Hudson Clement, that kid is amazing. A Super 6 record, eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns. So that's amazing on his part. So I think Huntington High, at least a year away, this is maybe a a preview of what we can expect for the next few years for the Huntington Highlanders. And I just want to say this. You know, I think Billy Seals does a great job representing the school and the community, and those kids were absolutely fantastic all season long, so nothing to be ashamed of. Sure, the final outcome is not what you wanted if you're a Huntington Highlander or a fan of the program, but those kids worked hard all year long and just couldn't get it done at the end of the day, and that's okay. That's that's okay. They gave it their all, and that's what we asked for. So I just want to say congratulations to the Huntington Highlanders. A great season. And maybe next year's the year. Maybe next year, now that you've been on that stage, next year with a lot of kids coming back is going to be the year for the Huntington Highlanders. We will see. But I'm looking forward to seeing where they go next season. Bowls are probably what we want to talk about the most today. But before we do that, I got to acknowledge that I was excited to see the Bengals play the Chargers yesterday. And then the Chargers jumped out to a 24-0 lead over my Bengals. 
I stuck with it. I watched as much as I possibly could. And, of course, the Bengals made it interesting for a long time, rallied back. It was it was a thing of beauty. Joe Burrow gets his pinky finger hurt. The Bengals just could not keep up with the Chargers. The Chargers would fend off the Bengals, win that one 41-22. Right now, the Bengals are still a wild card team, can still control its own destiny. I mean, just go out there. You could win against Cleveland, you could win against Baltimore and keep pace with them, you might have a shot at either the division championship or, of course, the wild card. Either way, you get into the playoffs. It's a possibility. But I think Burrow is going to be okay. You know, he went out there. He's a gamer. He definitely showed he was a gamer, but that was really difficult for him. I was hoping. I was hoping this would be the day. I got a chance to actually watch the Bengals a little bit more than I usually do on a Sunday. And, of course, you, know, you can listen to the Bengals all season long right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Dan Hoare, Dave Lappin do a fantastic job. And so when I wasn't near my TV, I had those guys on for sure. And I was just, you know, this was my day. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have an opportunity to sit down and actually watch the Bengals. They've been doing pretty good. Uh, this is going to be my moment. I didn't get a really chance to watch the Steeler game live the following uh, the previous Sunday. So I'm like, this is my day. Nah, it was not my day. So, uh, we'll see. They got plenty of season to go, though. So it wasn't good for me football. Football-wise was not my weekend with the Highlanders losing on Saturday and, of course, the Bengals losing on Sunday. The only saving grace I have right now is uh, the one thing that I follow more than you, and that's hockey and my New York Rangers. They're still winning, so all is good there. Bowls. We're going to be talking a lot about that. Marshall, we find out on Sunday, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's virtually a home game between the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and your Marshall Thundering Herd. It's going to be played in a great venue, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I I worry about what the attendance is going to look like. I know Herd fans will travel. Marshall fans will travel, so I'm not worried about that. I know New Orleans fans, um, I don't know if, if people in the city are going to maybe show up to this one. If you're a Louisiana Raging Cajun fan, you might show up and mass quantities because it's it's right in your back door, right? I mean, it's in your backyard. This is virtually going to be a home game for Louisiana. We're going to talk about the Bulls. Look at all of them. There are a majority of them that, you know, are kind of interesting. Some of them are all right. Some of them are, are really fantastic matchups. Where does Marshall rank in the mix of all these matchups? I've got two different takes. I've got CBS Sports' take on this game, and I've got ESPN's take on this game. And I want to get your take as well. So we open up the phone lines again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line as well at 304-523-2275. So let's get your thoughts on the bowl game. First of all, are you excited that you're playing against, if you're a Hurt fan, that your team's playing against Louisiana? This is a Sunbelt preview. This is the Sunbelt champion that the Thundering Herd will get to go up against. Are you excited about that? Are you also excited about the venue, Mercedes-Benz going to New Orleans? Are you excited about the destination? What do you think? Good destination for the Herd, good destination for Marshall. Do you like the matchup? Are you excited for it? And the text line is 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. That is the 
number to be a part of the program today. You want to drop your thoughts on what this matchup means to you. Are you going to the game? Are you excited about that? So we'll take your text this hour. Also, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And, of course, you can call the program, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. But we've got lots of bowl matches to tell you about. And, of course, uh, we're working on what games we're going to be carrying here locally on the airwaves. So we'll get that out to you here in the next couple of days. But the one thing is for certain, we're going to have a busy day with the herd. Marshall on the 18th, we're going to have a busy day. We've got basketball and then football. So some of you, I'm sure, will be all into going to basketball. And for a lot of you, you know, you're going to be making this trip down to New Orleans. You're going to go to the game. You want to go see the herd play at the Superdome. So how many of you are going to be uh, making the trip to see Marshall versus Louisiana? How many of you are going to be making the trip to the Cam Henderson Center for Marshall versus Northern Iowa? So what's that ratio going to be? I, I think a lot of people are going to make that trip to New Orleans. Tickets will be available. I'll say that for sure. I don't know how many herd tickets will be available. We're going to try to find out what the allotment looks like and how you can, of course, uh, take advantage of getting your bowl tickets. So we'll get all of that information for you. But at the same time, it's in a venue where there should be no complaints whatsoever. No complaints. Venue-wise, this is going to be a, a good experience for herd fans. I don't think... If you're a Marshall fan, you should be mad about this. You shouldn't be mad about playing a game at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. You should not be. Nothing says bad venue there. Nothing says bad trip there. I mean, this, for anything, you're going just for the the game is maybe the, that's the catalyst for you making this trip, to get to go to the bowl game and take advantage of New Orleans, take advantage of all of the fun of just being in New Orleans and the game as well. So I don't want to hear any complaints because I think you're wrong. I think you're looking at this the wrong way. I actually think if you're a Hurt fan, you should feel good about this game. You should feel good. You always should feel good. You get a bowl game. But you should feel good about this one. This isn't one of those that says, oh, that's just that's a dreadful destination. It's a great destination. This, this is the definition of a game for fans to travel to on the 18th. So we're going to talk about all the bowls with you. Get your text in. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, so we invite you to come down, hang out with us. And, of course, you can be on the program as well by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And, of course, I didn't even mention Marshall in a, a great game, really. I thought it was fun back and forth against Duquesne, 72-71 there. So we had a fun weekend, at least with basketball. Basketball did right by me. Thankfully, basketball got me a win. So didn't turn out the way I wanted to as far as football was concerned. Basketball, however, took care of me. I did have something positive on the sports weekend other than my hockey. So go Herd. 72-71 winners over Duquesne. Much better effort, I thought. Well, you know, it wasn't even effort. I think it was just better performance, addressing some issues. So, and Andrew Taylor, I thought he had a good game. Three-point shot was abysmal in that first half of that basketball game. It was just abysmal. Couldn't make one. I, I had an equal shooting percentage. If I would have went out there on the first half of that game, I probably could have made as many as the herd. I might have made more than the herd. Over 13 that first half on the three-point line, that is not 
how you start a basketball game. Thankfully, Marshall overcame that, and Dan D'Antoni gets his victory over Duquesne. Guess what? Sometimes you got to win a nasty, close game like that to, to get back on the right track, and hopefully this will be the case. So when we continue, we'll go over the entire bowl schedule with you. Just highlight some of the games you like, don't like. Also, we will talk a little bit later on what some of the experts are saying about the Marshall matchup with Louisiana. We'll get your text in as well. All of that's coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Here today at the Union Pub and Grill every Monday, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, the Monday special only at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive. I've opened up the text line for you now at 304-523-2275. Kind of looking for your feeling on the bowl matchup between Marshall and Louisiana. Do you like that the Herd's going down to New Orleans, to the New Orleans Bowl? Mercedes-Benz Superdome is a great place to watch a football game, so you got to be excited about that. So, again, the text line is open, 304-523-2275. Yeah. You know, I've gotten some different messages and feels about this, though. Uh, these are personal texts, and I'm not going to give names away. But I've got a few personal texts, and a couple of people have just said, look, uh, this is going to be a terrible matchup. Marshall's not going to do well against Louisiana. I'm like, well, I mean, Louisiana's good. Give them credit. They are good. And you know, someone else was telling me that, you know, I just I can get to the game, but I just don't know if I'm interested this year. I, I kind of feel like some apathy is that it set in with the Thundering Herd fan base. And, and this person was admitting to me that, you know, I'm a little apathetic as well. I'm not sure if I'm feeling the excitement in this one. So where are you? Is that just – do I just have some really dour friends? Do I need to get some new friends, some not-so-dour friends? Can you be excited about this game? I would think you're getting to play against Louisiana, which is a really good team for one. The Sun Belt champion, that's going to be Marshall's new league. It's going to be an opportunity really to, to create some interest, introduce Louisiana and Marshall to one another, generate the interest there. And if it's a close game, hey, you know, this is going to be a game you remember when come conference time for these two teams, right? I mean, what if Marshall beats the, the defending Sun Belt champion? Got to feel good about your chances there in the future, right? I mean, there's there's some positives to take away from this, but I'm just kind of curious. And am I surrounded by just some dour people right now? Some really sad, salty friends? Three zero four five two three two two seven five. Let me give you the short answer to that. You can give me your answer, but yes, I am surrounded by some salty people all times. So. I think there's some positives to take away from this. Uh, we're going to look a little bit later on what a couple of the uh, national media outlets are saying about this matchup. There are several games, of course. Bowl season is here. And, of course, let's not forget, we got the selection committee's final four. The playoff rankings are final now. Alabama defeats Georgia in the SEC championship game. So Alabama is your number one team. I had no doubt whatsoever Alabama was getting in. Then Michigan comes in second. Georgia 
is third and Cincinnati is fourth. Cincinnati with the honor of being the first non-power conference member to get into the final football top four. The matchups look like this. Cotton Bowl Classic is going to be number one Alabama versus number four Cincinnati. We're going to find out if Cincinnati belongs real quick. You couldn't get a tougher contest than Alabama, but I don't think Cincinnati's worried about that. If Cincinnati shows up and plays well, we'll get our answer. If Alabama blows Cincinnati away, uh, we're going to have a, a lot of critics saying, look, they didn't even belong in this game. And then the Orange Bowl game, number two, Michigan versus number three, Georgia. Well, we're going to find out if Michigan's real. I think Georgia just ran into a buzzsaw with Alabama. Alabama and Georgia are favored in these contests. I mean, the number three team and number two team, that's always going to be, you hope, the better matchup just because those two teams should be closer. But the final playoff rankings look like this. Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, and then Notre Dame and Ohio State, five and six. And then Baylor comes in at seven, Old Miss at eight, Oklahoma State nine, and then Michigan State at ten. And, you know, we, we don't really need to go down the rest of the line. I mean, Houston comes in. I mean, Louisiana comes in at 23. That's pretty good. That's good representation there. Of course, UTSA had an opportunity to be in this, but fell to North Texas. North Texas needed that game to, to get into a bowl for bowl eligibility. So that really hurts Conference USA a little bit. But Louisiana Lafayette coming in at 23rd. So I just call them Louisiana. I, I know they're a Louisiana Lafayette, but I just I would just drop Lafayette, Louisiana, the Raging Cajun. So you're getting a, a team that's ranked in the top 25. If you're a herd fan, you got to feel good about that. And I think this is going to be an interesting matchup in the semifinal between Alabama and Cincinnati. We're going to find out real quick about Cincinnati, and I think that's what we wanted. Of course, if the powers that be could expand this thing, we'll get some more opportunities. And it just right now, it's the if you're the ACC right now, you're pushing for expansion. If you're the Pac-12, you're pushing for expansion, right? I would think so. If you're the Big 12, you're pushing for expansion, right? Because right now it's the SEC show, and the Big 10 got to come and play too. And then the American just forced its way in by virtue of Cincinnati being undefeated, and you couldn't deny them. Only undefeated conference champion. I mean, they're 12 and they're, they're, what, 13-0. Yeah, I was going to say 12-0. They're 13-0. So you look at what the playoff means for Cincinnati. It means a lot because if Cincinnati can go in and upset Alabama, it's going to really open the door, I think, for other teams. But that will be decided here in a few weeks. we got several bowl games to tell you about. And, of course, we all know this one because we were holding a collective breath. We released it all when we found out that Middle Tennessee would take on Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl. Because right now, you're thinking to yourself, of all the bowls Marshall can get into, that's the one you don't want to get into, right? I mean, the travel is, is nightmarish as it is. I mean, sure, the Bahamas are a great place to be, but to get there for a football game, the logistics are crazy. I mean, they had to get the bid now because they got to make all the arrangements to go to the Bahamas. And... Got to get passports and everything like that. And I don't know how well that's going to be uh, attended. I don't know if that's the point. I don't think the Bahamas Bowl is really more of a 
fans in person game other than it's hey it's an event it's in the Bahamas it's television programming maybe it's a thing for people who live in the Bahamas I don't know I still scratch my head at the existence of the Bahamas Bowl but here it is December 17th Middle Tennessee versus Toledo and then you have I think this is actually not a, a terrible matchup. You can you can look at top to bottom. Some of these matchups are not really good, but I don't think this is a terrible matchup. The Cure Bowl will feature Coastal Carolina and Northern Illinois. Uh, I don't know if that's a if Northern is a maybe a worthy opponent for Coastal. Coastal's pretty good in, in relation, but. These are sort of like warm-up games. The one I'm actually interested in, I'm actually, I think the Boca Bowl, I think that's going to be fun. Western Kentucky, Appalachian State, I'm actually interested in that one. I want to watch that one a little bit more than most of these games coming up. I mean, Fresno State and UTEP and the New Mexico Bowl does nothing for me. Uh, I'm actually interested in UAB and BYU. That's kind of, I would watch that one maybe. Uh, Western Kentucky app, though, I don't know if the country would watch that, but I would watch that. Independence Bowl, maybe the second. Um, I really don't have, um, I really don't have anything for the Lending Tree Bowl. I'm not that interested in Liberty. I don't care the opponent. I'm just not that interested in Liberty right now. Sure, Liberty is okay, but Eastern Michigan is not terrible. But I don't know if that's an exciting matchup. Liberty and Eastern Michigan. And then you've got the L.A. Bowl. I'm sorry, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Talk about branding. Talk about branding. You get your own bowl game. That's living life large, Jimmy Kimmel. And that features Oregon and Utah State. Okay, that's not terrible. That's probably going to get a lot of attention. That game is going to be on ABC at 7.30. That's going to get a lot of attention. And then if that game is a runaway, someone – wants to find maybe a more competitive matchup, your only option will be the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl with Marshall and Louisiana. So depending on how well the LA Bowl is going, if it's a competitive game and people looking for a football game are interested in that, they'll stick with it. If not, you'll flip over to ESPN and then you have the final game of the day. And of course, I think this might be more of a second half game. If it's close in the first half, people switching over if you're just watching bowls if you have multiple tvs or you're somewhere out on a saturday you can watch these games i don't know maybe you're at say here at the union pub and grill where multiple tvs will let you watch everything but if you're just looking for a game on a saturday you might tune into the la bowl and then if it's a blowout you're going to flip over quickly oh hey louisiana marshall that might be interesting so i don't think that's terrible it's going to be a late game for sure but it's a saturday that's the good thing about it. It's late, but it's a Saturday, so you know, no complaints there. Kids can sleep in. They can, you know what? You can sleep in on. You know, Paul gives you permission. I'll, I'll give you the permission slip. You can sleep in on Saturday, and you can, you can go go to late church. I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get mail on that now, but go to late church. Go to the later session. Make some arrangements. Sorry, hey, we had to stay up. You know, Marshall had to throw it a whole lot. Louisiana likes to run it. Marshall likes to throw it. I can't wait to see uh, how long this game takes place. And then just looking at some of the other games, Myrtle Beach Bowl, it's got Old Dominion and Tulsa. I'm going to pass on that one. Sorry. 
Uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, it's got Wyoming and Kent State. I'm going to pass on that as well. The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, where I thought Marshall might be going. Instead, it's UTSA versus San Diego State. Maybe a letdown for San Diego State. I know if you're UTSA, you're feeling real good right now. You're in the Frisco Bowl. Fans can travel to that one, so more of a reward for UTSA. And then the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, which is Wednesday the 22nd. It's Army and Missouri. I'm okay with that matchup. I always like watching Army. So I'm there more for Army than I am for Missouri. Uh, one of the better named bowls once upon a time, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl featuring UCF and Florida. That's probably going to be the best attended Gasparilla Bowl in the history of that event. Just with the proximity to both schools, the Gasparilla Bowl, that is a smart move trying to make people pay attention or at least get people to show up to that game. And then the Hawaii Bowl, that's going to be on December 24th. It's Memphis versus Hawaii. I can take or leave that game Christmas Eve. I might be doing other things. Saturday, of course, you know, we got NFL football on Saturday as well. We also have one bowl game, and thankfully it's not the herd this year, the Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Ball State and Georgia State. I can leave that one. I'll leave that one as well. I'm not really excited about this one. Then the Quick Lane Bowl comes up on December 27th. It's got Western Michigan and Nevada. Again, that's one that I can just – I'll leave that – you can watch it. I'm going to pass on that. The Military Bowl, though, on Monday, December 27th, features East Carolina and Boston College. Take it or leave it. I like East Carolina, so I will probably keep an eye on that one. The matchup between Auburn and Houston might be an interesting one, and the Ticketmaster Birmingham Bowl, that's Tuesday, December 28th. That's a high noon there, so little after-Christmas holiday bowls. Uh, Sandy warming up. The game between Air Force and Louisville might be okay. Service Pro First Responders Bowl coming up on December 29th. That is, apologize for that, it is the 28th. Air Force comes into this one 9-3. and three. Louisville 6-6. Six and six. I'm not sure if I'm feeling that one. I'll tell you a game that I, I think will be a little bit better than the records there. AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech coming in at 6-6, six and six, Mississippi State 7-5. and five. That, that could be an okay game. Uh, the matchup between UCLA and North Carolina could be okay in the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl on the 28th. Uh, West Virginia and Minnesota. How do you feel about this one out here, fans? The Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Tuesday, December 28th, 10, 15 p.m. And I already heard people complaining that on a Tuesday at 10, 15 p.m., it's going to be hard for a lot of younger Mountaineer fans to watch this one. Again, uh, I will get permission. I, I, have, um, I have friends with, um, with connections in the Mountaineer Nation. I will get a permission slip for you. If you're a Herd fan or a Mountaineer fan, I will. Okay, well, all right. Uh, I don't know if I can get your Herd fans. I don't know if I can get you a permission slip. But Mountaineer fans, I got a guy. I know a guy. He'll get me a permission slip. You can stay up and watch this one. Let the kids stay up. This should be a fun one, West Virginia, Minnesota. So I'm okay with that one. Again, Mountaineer fans, you tell me. Are you okay with this one? Let me know. The text line is 304-523-2275. As we uh, continue our rundown of these bowls here, just kind of uh, a cursory 
the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU and Virginia. Again, okay, I'm not feeling most of these bowls. See, that's the thing. I think there are too many bowl games, and I'm not feeling some of these matchups. Same thing with the New Era Pinstripe Bowl, Virginia Tech and Maryland. I mean, 6-6 six and six versus 6-6, six and six. okay, that's, you know, it's, some fans will show up, and, and really, as we go to the line, I'm not even on, I just now got to the second page of, of the bowl matchups here. Uh, they start to get better, though. Iowa State, Clemson, and the Cheez-It Bowl. Oklahoma, Oregon should be fun in the Alamo Bowl. North Carolina and South Carolina and the Mayo Bowl. Okay, they're getting better now. The matchups seem to be a little bit more exciting. Purdue and Tennessee, Music City Bowl. Okay, that's, that's fair. Michigan State, Pittsburgh should be a fun one. And the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. The Peach Bowl never lets me down. Always a good matchup there. So I think that'll be a good matchup. The Las Vegas Bowl with Arizona State and Wisconsin should be okay. Uh, the Gator Bowl, Texas A&M and Wake Forest. I like Wake in that one, so I would watch that one. Of course, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl with Miami and Washington State. Not feeling that one, so I'm, I'm just going to pass on that one. How do you feel about the Barstool Arizona Bowl? Central Michigan, Boise State, you know, again, um, that's just for a fa- that's a fan base only game. The Cotton Bowl, we know that's going to be good with uh, Alabama and Cincinnati. We know the Capital One Orange Bowl will be great with Michigan and Georgia. The Outback Bowl with Penn State and Arkansas, that's okay. That's not a terrible matchup there. The Fiesta Bowl, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State should be fun. I see. Once we get to these games, this is where really the fun for just casual average fans. I think Iowa and Kentucky will be fun in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, Utah and Ohio State in the Rose Bowl will be fun. And then the Sugar Bowl looks pretty cool with Old Miss and Baylor. I would watch that. Uh, the Kansas State-LSU matchup with the Tax Act-Texas Bowl on January 1st. Uh, kids, if you want to stay up, uh, it's, uh, it's January 1st. It's 9 p.m. If you want to stay up late for that one, yeah, I'm not giving you a hall pass on that one because it's not that good of a matchup. And then the last minute, last minute, Frisco football classic between North Texas and Miami. North Texas gets a bowl. Miami gets a bowl. I mean, here you go. A bowl made up of last minute because no team should go without a bowl. So here we are. Last second bowl. Frisco football classic. I am not feeling this one. There you go. A made-up bowl at the last second. That's how disposable these things are. You need a bowl, we'll make one up at the last very second so everybody gets a bowl game. All right, what are they saying about the herd nationally? We'll talk about that when we continue. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. That's every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, you can come check the show out. And, of course, if you visit us here at 1125 4th Avenue, you can take advantage of the Monday special $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. That's every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Our text line is open this hour. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. Texter writes, I like the Herds Bowl this year. 
Thought I was hoping uh, we would not play. Let me reread this here again. Though I was hoping. Okay. Though I was hoping we would not play any Mac or Sunbelt schools. I like playing a ranked opponent in a historical venue. We'll be at the Herd's hoop game at 4 p.m. versus Northern Iowa and then have a party to watch the bowl game. Go Herd, beat the Cajuns just like in hoops. So there you go. Herd fan is going to go to the basketball game, then go to a watch party to watch the game. And, of course, I think a lot of Herd fans might be doing that as well. If you're a big fan of the basketball team, you might not make the football trip. So good to hear that. And, of course, you can join us as well, 304 523 2275. That's the text line. So what are the experts saying about this? What are the national venues for sports media saying about this? Well, I've got two. I've got the two that I usually fall upon. ESPN and CBS Sports. Here's what CBS Sports said. Of all the bowl games, CBS Sports ranked this one the 15th best or Maybe the 15th most interesting to watch. Whatever the ranking is, it's 15th from the top. That's not bad. I mean, look, there are a lot of bowl games. If you're if you're anywhere or above 20, you're doing all right. So here's what they say. They give the summary that Louisiana wrapped up the second consecutive Sun Belt title. Um, talk about uh, coaching change there. Veteran roster expects them to be uh, business as usual. They think this is a fun matchup, and CBS Sports is saying that this game is a contrast in styles. Uh, Louisiana's run heavy. Marshall is more pass first. But both of these offenses are effective, so they like the matchup. They think it'll be fun. So there you go. CBS Sports is saying this is going to be fun. Uh, This is what they added. Louisiana ranks 7th nationally in success rate and 40th in points per postseason. I'm sorry, possession. Again, the light's a little dim here today. My apologies. While Marshall is 14th in success rate and 39th in points per possession, while the Cajuns are likely to have a home field advantage in New Orleans, do not underestimate a rabid Marshall fan base that should fit in just fine on Bourbon Street if they decide to make the trip. Yes, I do know a lot of Hurt fans that will fit in just fine on Bourbon Street. So they like the matchup. 15th best. ESPN... Talks about some of the same things. Without Billy Napier, moving on to Florida. Should be business as usual. Talking about this team, senior Layden, aiming for its 12th win. Said that Marshall had a solid first season under Coach Charles Huff, especially on defense, but too many factors favor the Ragin' Cajuns in this one. Both defenses show out, but Louisiana pass rusher Chauncey Manick and his team record win Number 12, I'm sorry, team record win number 12. Again, apologize. Um, prediction, Louisiana 26, Marshall 20. Okay, so ESPN saying 26-20 in favor of Louisiana. What do you think? Marshall got a shot in this one? Text line 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Should be fun. Should be a fun one. And of course, it's going to be a nice sort of, hey, welcome to Sunbelt football for Marshall as you take on the Sunbelt champs. I like that. That's what intrigues me the most about this. You get a, an early glance at what's happening in the Sunbelt when you 
face off against Louisiana because you will see them again. All right, final break. We come back. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. More coming up. Text line open 304-523-2275. I'm Paul Swan here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. A couple items before we call it tonight. Volleyball sitting out a release earlier today. And the Thundering Herd picking up a transfer from Wyoming for the volleyball squad. Caitlin Geller. She will be ready to go for the 2022 season. Uh, she has four seasons of experience. 363 sets played, 1,162 digs, 195 assists, and 51 aces. And she's recorded double digs 56 times, double-digit digs 56 times in her career. So uh, Ari Agnes uh, trying to load up here, get this volleyball team to where she wants it. And, of course, the uh, volleyball season maybe not going the way Marshall wanted. Uh, the herd was really close to getting into the tournament. It came down to the last match, and Marshall had a shot. So I like where volleyball is going. So that came down the line while we were on the air. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. We're here every Monday. And, of course, if you come down to the Union Pub and Grill on a Monday, you can take advantage of $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. That is every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, you've got, of course, on the big screens all over the place, plenty of ways to watch Monday night football on a Monday night. This will probably be the place to be as far as all the big matchups are concerned for the holidays, the bowl season. So you want to check in every time you want to sit back and just watch the game here at the Union Pub and Grill. Uh, New England, Buffalo, that's coming up tonight. Uh, that, should be a, uh, that should be a fun matchup. Uh, lots of uh, interest in that one for sure. And, of course, uh, we got the Dan D'Antoni show coming up tonight. And that is set for 7.05. And after that, we'll have the game for you on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. Uh, we got basketball action for you coming up tomorrow uh, over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. Kentucky takes on Southern. Uh, we got the Jimmy V Classic. We got Texas Tech and Tennessee and Villanova and Syracuse coming up tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1. And AM 930, but Coach D'Antoni coming up tonight at uh, 7.06 right here for the Dan D'Antoni Show. He'll get you set for Marshall and Bluefield University. This is, um, I think this is a nice respite before you head down to EKU. I think EKU is going to be really challenging, but that is coming up on Saturday, December 11th. We're talking about Wednesday, December 8th. That's what's coming up next. So uh, Dan will talk about that. And it's coming up here in about an hour on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow as well. If you missed Dan's show tomorrow or tonight, we'll have a conversation with Dan tomorrow. So we'll give you the highlights of that as we look ahead. Of course, uh, we'll have some of the highlights of Coach uh, Huff's uh, presser. He's uh, having a a late evening presser after the football banquet tonight. So uh, we'll get some of the reaction from Coach Huff on the bowl selection. That is coming up. You know, signing day is uh, coming up soon. So Coach Huff has been out and about. You've seen him on Twitter all over the place. Uh, he is very active as far as his travel log is concerned. If he 
kept an actual travel log and published it years from now, it would be an interesting read, I would think. He's all over the place. I'll give him credit. He does not miss an opportunity to hit the road, hit the air, to go out, secure his recruits, make sure that he's all over the place. So give him credit. Uh, he's definitely visible. And with that said, that's going to do it once again. Here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. We do that every Monday for you. Don't forget Monday Night Football. You can watch that here between New England and Buffalo. That comes up tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You can watch the game here as well as you take advantage of those Monday specials. We'll be back tomorrow for our Tuesday get-together. We'll do that here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, I got one text that came in um, before we go. Let me get this one in real quick. Uh Texer wrote, prepare and play like North Texas game. I'll settle for that. Okay. All right. We got that in. Glad we got that last second text in. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.